Oh, I'm sorry. Hello, 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 folks. This is the second half. If you long for the 80s and 90s, you'll love this. It's Friday night, and the mood is right. Going to have some fun, show you how it's done. T-G-I-F. It is the second half of our Home and Away series. I just got done on Big TJ's um, show. We had a great time there, and we're going to continue the conversation here on my show. Big TJ is here, and this is the Joey Harris Show Late Night Edition. Welcome, TJ. How are you, sir? Hey, man. Glad glad that we're able to get together and do this thing, man. Thank you again for a phenomenal idea. And, and what I would like to do, if we can, uh, in, a, in a couple of days or a week or so, I want to do it again and make it a little bit more seamless without the technical difficulties. But, hey, I'm glad to be in the place, man. Thanks for having me, bro. Hey, man, for the first time, this isn't that bad, you know. They're not asking us to build the ark, and they're not asking us to build the Titanic, man. This is just an Internet radio show talk between two friends, and everybody is uh, just listening in and having some fun. So, dude, we're going to do it again real soon and, and have a good time, but I, I think we're going to just jump right into it now. Um, and I said at the top of the show, I'm sure as you were wrapping up and calling in, I said if you long for the 80s and 90s, you'll love this. It's Friday night and the mood is right. Going to have some fun, show you how it's done. G-I-L. <laughs> yeah, man. So I know I know that is in your wheelhouse. That is in your purview, right there, dude. Um, um, but let me, let, folks, if you did not listen in, I encourage you to go back listen in. Um, there was a rough patch of just technical difficulties at the beginning of TJ's show, but uh, smoothed over very quickly. Um, and I encourage you, if you have not listened to that, please go back. Um, I posted the link on my Facebook. I will post it on Twitter. Go back and listen to that because we had some really good, fun um, things. And, and, you know, got into some heavy stuff, talked about some. Uh, both of us have been diagnosed with depression. And I will give this piece of advice to you, TJ, um, and I will give it to anybody who is suffering from that. Um be aware of your highs, but also be aware of your lows. Um, if you're feeling depressed, don't say, oh, I just need to shake it out, you know, shake myself out of it. You know, be conscious of where you are and deal with it in that moment and know that you, oh, excuse me, know that you are not alone and, and just deal with it on its own is what I would say. Oh, no, man. Um, it's a work in progress, bro. Uh, not so many people know that I've been going to counseling every week since like January, uh, trying to come to terms with it, man. I mean, it's, uh, I think I don't, I don't want to be inspirational. I don't want to inspire anybody to do anything. I'm coming to terms with it myself. And, um, it's just, it's a work in progress. It really is a work in progress, but, um, I've learned, you know, that, I'm not all that I need to be, and it's just I mean, I got some work to do. That's all I can say. Well, you know, um, that's good. We all have work that we 
need to do. And if you are listening live, if you would like to call in and chat and ask us anything, you can call in. Our, our lines are open, as they say. You can call in 347-637-2216. That is 347-637-2216 if you would like to uh, call in and join us. Uh, on the show, we will answer any and everything um, because it is after 11:30, and I'm just in that mood. So that's okay, though. Um, a oh, real yeah, I'll, say, I'll have, say anything. <laughs> I do have some questions for you. I, I came prepared, but real quick, I wanted to get into this on your show because we went there real quickly, but then we went away from it. Just real quick, we're not going to spend a lot of time on it. You did see the Winter Soldier. What is your opinion on yes. Captain America? Um, I thought that... I know, oh, I know uh, as a character overall, I know that there's some mixed opinions, at least on Facebook. Some people like him, some people don't. I just want your opinion first on the character and on the movie. Uh, on the... On the character itself, I mean, you, they did as much as they could with it because, I mean, the thing about it is Captain America as a character is not really uh, the sexiest character. Um, you know, when you hear about superheroes, you hear about um, Superman, you hear about Batman, you, you hear about Iron Man now because Robert Downey Jr. did such a phenomenal job, and you hear about Thor because, you know, women want to sleep with them and guys want to be them, apparently. Um, but, no, Captain America is not that dude. So, you know, for what, you know, Chris is doing, I give him credit for what he's trying to do. I give, you know, Marvel and Disney credit for trying to make it appealing. And as far as the movie was concerned, they made that storyline so deep uh, with taking from the first movie taking from what we saw in some of the other movies, um, as far as like the some of the other Marvel movies and just tying it all together, man, I like I'm 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 I was too wet to sit and see the twist that they had in the movies. And yes I did say wet, I was definitely uh moist in my my undercarriage to see, you know, where they took it, man. So no, I, I was a huge fan of it. Um I think that they progressively done a, a better and better job with the quality movie they're putting out. You know, I totally agree, and um, I like the character, and I'll tell you why. One, he he's, he's patriotic, and I like, you know, I like people that are, are patriotic, and he also stands up, I believe, for the little guy because he was a little guy himself. If you remember the first right. Movie, uh, Dr. Erskine says, so you want to kill Nazis? And he says, I don't want to kill anyone. I just hate bullies. Um, I think that defines that character. And also, this is not a spoiler if anybody has not seen The Winter Soldier yet. There's a part where Captain America and Black Widow, um, Scarlett Johansson, which we got into on TJ's show um, about her, um, hotwire a car and steal a car. And she gets into it and says, um, you know, how did you learn how to do that? And he says, there was a time or two he had to do it when he was fighting the Nazis. And she has her feet up on the dash, and he he tells her to take her feet off the dash and let it still 
somebody's car. So he still has that, I guess, that um, sense of propriety. Yes, I had to steal this car out of necessity, but we're still going to take good care of it because it doesn't belong to us. I like that in a superhero, and you would not see that in Iron Man as much as I love Iron Man. Right. So all of that aside, like I said, I do have um, some questions for you. We mentioned on your show, we've known each other now. Well, you know, I've, I've known of the legend of TJ for a long time. Um, <laughs> it, it looms large when I came back to Methodist to work. Um, and we met a couple of times uh, once in West Hall when I was on rounds with uh, Dean Blanc. Uh, we met you, and then again at a conference when you were working for another university. Uh, but really getting to know you when you came to Methodist to work. How have you changed over the last six years? A lot. <laughs> uh, that's a, that's that's a, a, a easy and complicated question all at the same time. I have grown uh, more as a person probably in the past uh, four years than I have, uh, you know, in the first two that you knew me. Um, I've always been, in my mind, a product of my parents. Uh, my mother and father never married. My mom is a minister, and my dad was a drug dealer. So I am off off the gate. I'm a, I'm a product of bad decisions, and and I'm a product of sin. My mom had a weak moment, and um, my for for the first couple of years that you knew me, I can honestly say that I was um, I was more like my dad. I was trying to fight that. But I was a lot like him and just trying to get over, um, doing what I could, you know, taking advantage of the opportunities that I could, um, just a fun-loving person that didn't necessarily care about, you know, uh, anybody but myself. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm a friendly guy. I care about people and doing the greatest good for the greatest amount of people. But that begins, at that point in time, it began and ended with me. Um and even when I got into my first marriage, I was still very much about myself. Um, so getting out of that and having my first bout with depression, then um, I got um, hooked on prescription drugs. Not a lot of people know that about me. Um, but in the, the, the going into the fall of that year when Carrie and I uh, separated, um, I got hooked on uh some prescription drugs that I was getting from a friend. I started smoking marijuana, and I was really, really, really bad off. And then I, I met, you know, some really awesome people, and one of those awesome people was my wife, and my wife-to-be, excuse me. Um, and having children has changed that again, man. So I'm even more different than I was, and now, you know, being willing to go and do uh, uh Counseling and finding out even more about myself as far as my um, my diagnosis was concerned and what's wrong with me, what I need to work on. It's all it's all a work in progress, man. But I'm far from the person that I was back then. There's even more that I could say, but I'll I'll, I'll save it. <laughs> well, dude, you wanna you wanna um, talk about a blast from the past. I keep. I didn't even know I kept it. I think I just got a copy of it and just threw it in my shoulder bag 
that I carry around, and it's been there ever since. And I threw it in a pocket I don't open all the time, so it's basically mm-hmm. in there by itself. It's a photograph, <laughs> speaking of your first wife, of all of us or most of us that work together um, at a, I believe, either Chinese restaurant or Japanese restaurant the night that Mikoto. you had a nap. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the night that you had announced your engagement before you even yeah. got married. Um, so I have that picture. I think you know the picture I'm talking about. And I, looked I know at it exactly today the picture like, you're talking about. I looked at it today, dude, and I'm like, oh, man. Ooh, the water that has gone under the bridge since then. <laughs> Bro, you know what's crazy? I don't even know if you remember this. The summer. The summer before I got married, um, I go, and this is like when I, when you and I first really met because I had just taken the job at Methodist. We're doing uh, training, RC training in the commons, having conversations about marriage, and I sit there and say, I will never get married. And then the next week, I said, yeah, y'all, I'm uh, thinking about asking somebody to marry me. Like, I remember it like it was yesterday, bro. And I, look, I, I I know why I did it. I don't know if she's listening or not, but it wasn't fair to either one of us going into it. She's uh, a very close friend of mine. Before we got together, um, I think things are probably very different now. Um, but, you know, it wasn't fair to either one of us to jump in that thing, man. Well, dude, I I just remember, and like I said, you know, we just, we all remember things our own way. I just remember sometime after that, we, us having to do a presentation before select members of a board of um, trustees in the, in Chris's house. And you were asking me about marriage because you're like, I, I got this girl I've been talking to and going with for some time, and I'm thinking about, you know, asking her to marry me. What do you think about marriage? And at the time, I'm like, oh, I'm all for it. And I was at the time. But, you know, things change, and uh, they go different places. And, you know, we we all live and we learn from our shared experiences, dude. I've been dating a girl now for six months. Uh, six months. Tomorrow. Congratulations, brother. And, you know. Is, is, uh, she, is she listening right now? No, no. She just went to bed. Her sister is uh, graduating from college tomorrow. Um, and they had to do, they do their baccalaureate the night before, and then they had to move, you know, stuff into apartments. So she's been go- on the go all day. So she'll listen tomorrow. Um, but Okay. Well, well, since you said she's going to listen, I'm not going to say anything stupid. <laughs> Dude, she's been around me for six months. So <laughs> she's probably heard a lot of stupid things. But anyway, um you know, but before her, doing a lot of different dating, a different, you know, going out. I think the art of actually dating someone is lost these days. Um, it's either about hooking up or just going out with a bunch of people. And just one-on-one dating, there's an art to it, and it is lost. And if more people got back to that, you'd have a lot better relationships 
I believe. That's neither here nor there. But, you know, going out with girls before that, they never liked me ever talking about my ex. And this girl was like, no, she's a part of you. She's a part of your history. You wouldn't be who you are today if you didn't go through that. So, you know, it's not like I sit there and talk about how great my ex is because we have a kind of a dicey relationship now um, for some, you know, a variety of reasons I'm not going to go into, but if, you know, she has, if it has to come up and some an experience that we both shared, she doesn't mind me talking about it because like I said, we have both, um, it makes us who we are today and you being with Carrie, even though, you know, in the, in the grand scheme of life, you two weren't together all of that long. I mean, longer than some, not as long as others, but it makes up a part of who you are, that time period. But you just have to keep that in mind. Where do you where do you want to be a year from now? That's a phenomenal question, bro. Um I don't know. I I I I used to uh, I used to I used to know answers or at least think that I had an idea. Um but me and God are uh we're 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 in negotiations. I think that's the best way to say it. Um, um, from last year to this year, I can say that I'm about fifty or sixty pounds lighter. Um, so I hope that I can continue that growth and you know drop a couple more lbs. Um, as far as my family is concerned, my my. A year from now, my oldest will be going on six, and the twins will be going on three. Um, so I want to continue to see them, you know. But as far as me as a person, I, I really don't know. I'm afraid to give myself a goal only because uh, I'm very hard on myself. So if I don't reach it, I'll be uh, pretty upset. So I don't know, man. I, I, I it's, it's, it's tough to say, bro. And this is not like me because I'm normally quick to answer that question, but I really don't know. Well, then I'm going to scrub my next two questions, which was going to be where do you see yourself in five years and where do you see yourself in ten years? In five years, uh, I can say I want to be um, a lot more secure than I am right now. Um, in ten years, I want to be celebrating because my father died before his 40th birthday. So 10 years would mean that I would be 41 years old and I want to celebrate, you know, knowing that I surpassed the curse uh, that's been laid on me. Both noble goals, my friend. Um, What's on your bucket list? On my bucket list. Wow. Um, the thing that's crazy is, you know, a lot of stuff that I had uh, on my bucket list, I've, I've been blessed to accomplish. I mean, I've, I've been able to travel. I've lived in other states. Um, I've been outside of the country. Um, I think I want to go on another cruise. Um, I, I want to. Um, I don't know what necessarily where I would go. Um I do want to go to Hollywood. I want to see how a movie is made. Um, I think that is another thing. And, you know, I'll be completely honest. 
Um, and I, I suck. I suck at bucket list, man. Like I don't. I, I and I really thank you for 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 pointing this out. The economics to say this now. I do a shitty job of 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 just enjoying life. I, I take myself way too seriously, and I, I've not given myself the opportunity to even have one. Like I. I want to be able to list off stuff like Morgan Freeman does in that movie, and I'm doing a shitty job of it right now. Thanks, Joey. <laughs> well, dude, I didn't mean to bring you down, but oh no, I'm not you. down. Like this, this is a revelation that I needed. Like I'm, I'm really messing up. No, well, let me <laughs> let me say this. Let me say this. Um, and a lot of people won't believe this, but I, I'm being totally for real with you, dude. I, sometimes I take myself way too seriously, too. Sometimes I get way down on myself. Dude, I will get mad at myself for something that happened six years ago. And I'm like, why did I let that happen? Everybody has moved on. There's nothing about the situation that has um, that is still around. Yet I still get angry. Like, I mean, angry. And, and I have to say, what is wrong with you? Uh, to myself, so yeah, I take things way too seriously sometimes myself. I'm glad to know that I'm not the only person, but yeah, at least you have a, at least you have a bucket list. I, you know what? One thing I would like to be able to do is, and and this 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 it may sound cheesy, and if you guys think it's cheesy, you know, you can you can you can suck a penis. I. And, and, and for, for anyone who actually does such things, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't mean that to be negative. I'm sorry. I, I, I need to stop saying that. That that needs to stop being my go-to. But um, I, I my I want I want to I want to give a motivational speech. I want to give, a, and I Go don't know it. if that means that I huh. Go for it. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that means I'm going to be preaching like in a, on a pulpit, or if I'm just going to be at like a college, or if I'm going to be at like a, a, a boys and girls club or an AA meeting. You know, I don't know what it is that I'm going to be doing, but I'm. I very much would like to uh, give a, a, a motivational speech to someone, uh, and that's that's what I can say because I've I've got a story to tell. I've got some stuff that I've done. And some stuff that's happened to me in my, my life that I'm not uh, comfortable to say, um, but I want to be able to say it, and I want to be able to talk about how I've accomplished whatever. So yeah, that's one thing that I can say is on my bucket list. Um, I want to be able to give a motivational speech. Yeah. Well, dude, I am. I want to be there when you give that speech because I'm sure it would be phenomenal. But um, you know, it just popped in my head while you were. Um, talking about that um and it's What's something that? that I don't know about I don't know about you but it's been very hard for me to deal with and I'm still dealing with is that sometimes you don't get closure to things in your life um it may not have been exactly the way that you wanted to but I felt that you left messages on your terms um, now, people who were still there were not exactly happy with it, but, you know, right. <laughs> you had to do what, what was best for you at the time. I felt you left on your terms. I yeah. didn't. I didn't I didn't get to leave on my terms. Um, and I've got to learn now to be okay with that. 
because sometimes you don't get to leave on your own terms. And somebody else writes the end of that story for you. But the thing about that is it's just a chapter. It's not the entire book. Or if it is the end of that book, there's always more books. There are as many books as there are books in the world for you in your life. And just because you're not happy with the way a chapter ends or the way a book ends doesn't mean you have to throw all books away. You just have to move on. That's some real-world stuff right there, man. I absolutely agree with that, bro. Um, we're not always going to be happy with the way things are. Um, and I'm, I'm one of the people that believes that nothing happens uh, by mistake. You know, there's a grand scheme. And if you regret, you know, a situation, I feel like you're regretting the lesson as well. Um, so when something like, you know, like what you're talking about with how you left methods when something like that happens, you you know, you, you want to rewrite it, but when you rewrite it, you know, the good that came from the negative, you're, you're losing that. So um, I'm with you. I'm absolutely with you, man. And I've always told you, if you ever want to go back and start a fire, man, I'm always down, bro. Well, I do still have some good memories of the place. I don't want to burn it to the ground, you know. Uh, you know, um, you know. I mean, look, <laughs> it's up to you, bro. I, I can take it or leave it. <laughs> well, dude, you, you, this is just for you. Everybody else is gonna listen to it. They're not gonna know what I'm talking about. But you and I both know. We've had this conversation before. If you and I are ever approached by authority, and a certain person's name comes up, yep. At that point, at that point, they will have to reopen Circuit City stores to get enough recording equipment because I'm just going to keep filling up all the recorders with names, dates, places, and things. It is not going to stop. But that's just for me and you. We'll we'll move on. If you could be any superhero, what superhero would you be and why? If I could be any superhero, I feel like this is an interview, man, and if it is, that is awesome because I would love a job that pays more money. Um... If I could be any superhero, I, I, I say I, I want to be, um, I, I you know, I'll say I used to be, I used to want to be Wolverine because I like he's a beast as far as I'm concerned. I mean, he's got the metal and he's cutting people and, you know, he's, he's sassy, you know, and he can heal himself. But now I'm like, dude, you know what? Let me be Professor X, man. Let me be Charles Xavier because, look, he, he's, he's wicked smart. Uh, and he has the power to control minds, but he can also understand. Like, I will be able to look at somebody who flipped me off and be able to look into their mind and understand what exactly they're going through to make them want to flip me off. Uh, you know, so, I mean, I, I realize people aren't assholes by accident, you know. There's a reason for assholery. So, yeah, I'll, I'll be Professor <laughs> X. Dude, I see you on that. And if you don't mind, I think we're going to go over a little bit tonight because we're about we've got about uh, ninety seconds left, or a little bit over ninety seconds. If you're oh fine yeah, with man, that, let's, dude, let's, no, let, 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 no, 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 let's take it into the on demand, man. I'm down for that. I, I love talking to you, man. All right, well, everybody, we're going to continue this conversation in just a second. But if you're listening live, go get you some uh, uh, some water, take a couple of Advil. Um, whatever you've got to do, uh, and then the on-demand portion will be 
Oh, if you got to do an eight ball, I'm fine with that. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm all about people living their own lives. So go do that, and then the on-demand portion will will be here when you are when you are ready for it in just a few minutes. So we're going to continue that. As for me, uh, I go back and forth. I'm going to give you one. I I've asked that question literally hundreds of times because it was an interview question. It was my go-to interview question. And we did many interviews together, you and I. Um, and I did many before you and did many after you. So I've heard um, this. I'm going to say Nightcrawler. Um, he looks different, nice. and he's got, a, he's got a great superpower that nobody ever really talks about, teleportation. Um, all of the benefits of flying, and it takes less time. Um, so I would say... Nightcrawler. Nine times out of ten, though, um, of those hundreds of times I've asked, people say Batman. Batman's not a superhero, though. Well, a lot of people, you know, I guess if you you put your um, hat on him, they would consider him a a superhero. But, yeah, that's what nine out of ten people say, would say Batman, for a variety of reasons. how old would you be if you didn't know how old you were? How old would I be if I didn't know how old I was? Yeah. If you could just pick uh, your age right now, how old would you be? 42. 42. That gets you over that 40. Is that, well, is that, for one, yes, it does get me over that 40, but uh, if I did not know my age and I looked in the mirror right now, I would see the gray hair. Uh, I would see the bruises and not know where they came from. Uh, so I would just assume that I was old as shit. Well, as someone who's had gray hair since he was 13, I would want to be 30. I want another shot at all of my 30s now because I think I'm just coming into my own and I'm <laughs> I'm on the downside of my 30s, you know. I'm cruising towards 40. Um, so I would I would say thirty. Um, what's your biggest regret? Not being comfortable with who I am. Oh, I that's a good that, one. Yeah, um, I think that that was uh, that has that is has been and is uh, uh, my biggest regret. And I said before that I don't like the term regret because you're you're regretting the lesson that you learned from it, but I haven't learned anything from this. Not being comfortable with who I am is only added to uh, some of the depression issues that I've had. And, um, yeah, so, you know, that that to me is my, my biggest regret is just not being comfortable. That's a really... Really good answer. Oh man! Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, bro. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm not really. I'm just blown away by that uh, answer. That's that's deep. That is insightful. Uh, well, tell all of my listeners about you. You had me tell about myself. So tell my listeners about you. Give me um, TJ in a a snapshot, I guess you could say. 
in, in all honesty, man, with all the things that I've done in my life, I, I'm at a point now to where I, I, I feel like they all mean nothing. Uh, every time I say this, I get choked up, so I'm going to definitely try and contain myself now, but I am my children's father. They they encompass everything good and bad that I've ever done in my life. But no, um my name my name is Tarian Johnson. Um I've gone by TJ for a very long time because a lot of people couldn't pronounce my first name when I was younger and then I started to develop a persona that was TJ. And now he is a, 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 a ego all of his own, but not getting all sentimental and uh, taking myself too seriously like I do. Um, just a fun-loving guy, man. I've known uh, Joey Harris now, as we said, for about six years. I came uh, to Methodist to work after several moves back and forth from, from Florida. I moved to Florida in 2005, stayed down there until 2008, moved to Charlotte, uh, for 30 days, moved to Fayetteville for 30 days, applied for a job at Methodist, didn't get it, moved back to Florida for 30 days, and then got the job at Methodist and moved back to North Carolina. Um, so I put some serious miles on my Jeep um, at that time. But uh, I'm one of the people that has been blessed to be able to accomplish everything you have wanted to. Um, I wanted to I wanted to write music. I wrote music. I wanted to be in a play. I did that. I was in uh, the Iron Couple of Methodists as well as Crimes of the Heart, and um, I took first place at a uh, a play, uh, a one act festival, um, and then most recently I wanted to be on the radio, um, ESPN Radio here in Fayetteville, North Carolina. I was blessed to do that as well. Um, but none of that, none of that holds a flame to uh, being able to look at my 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 two sons and my daughter and know that they've got all the the ability to be better than everything that I ever thought I was. Dude, that just you've just encompassed, I think, everything about you in just that one one thing. Um, you know, you, you're very inspiring as far as taking and setting goals for yourself, even if you don't write them down, they're goals that you have for yourself and actually following through with them and, you know, not just spinning your wheels or, or making excuses because I, that, and I've been guilty of that sometimes myself, you know, there's always a reason that you can't do something and you've never really had that at least that I've seen you know um, you've never I, had I, that I, I, have. I have I mean again I, I tell you you know my biggest regret not being comfortable with with Tarian you know not, not really taking the time to get to find out who I am and what I stand for just kind of just uh going with the flow because it's easier. So, I mean, I've, I've still got some things that I've got to work on. Some of the things that I've been able to do, you know, uh, they've been fun. And and you're I, you're right about the whole goal thing. I don't write anything down. It's just I get a new flavor of the month, and I just run and I chase it, you know. And it's like, oh, this month is it's butter pecan. It's delicious. 
You know, next month <laughs> is, is, is Rocky. Next month is Rocky Road, and I'm like, oh, I want some marshmallows. And then it's Moose Tracks, and ultimately that that's been my thing. It's just always chasing whatever taste I had a, a desire for. Like I get a craving, and I just chase I just chase it down. Well, I'll say this, and this has always been one of my rules. You can badmouth somebody all you want to, but if they do something good or something that, you know, should be done right, then I feel like as much as you badmouth them, you should say something good about them. So I'm going to tell you uh, what my ex told me, you know, talking about you were mentioning earlier about me getting up and doing stand-up in front of somebody. In November, late November or early December of 2010, um, I'm like, I've always wanted to do this. I need to do this. Um, so I said a, you know, it, it, I didn't do it right away. So I said a, I said, by Valentine's Day, I'm going to, look into it, you know, look, and that week came up and I'm like, all right, you get, this is the date you set for yourself. So I called up places nearby and the closest one where you didn't need to bring people with you. A lot of these places, these open nights, you had to bring people with you because they want to fill the place up and sell drinks. Um, right. The closest one was the closest one was Clayton. So I called the guy and I left a message. He called me back. And he's like, "You've got to come up and audition. Get two to three minutes. Come up on stage. You'll perform for me before our open mic night. If I like you, I'll I'll book you." And so I was ready and had the thing tuned in on GPS or tried to. And I couldn't find the place. Turns out I had drove right by it, you know, because it's in a place. If you don't know where it is, you'll miss it. And I'd missed my opportunity. And I just, I remember calling my ex just being in tears and her saying, it's okay. You can go next Wednesday. Because he said, come any Wednesday. And, you know, if this is what you want to do, a wrong turn, it shouldn't dissuade you. And that calmed me down, and actually then I looked over, and I I was passing it, so I knew where it was. Um, right. So I will, I will say that to her credit, her doing that gave me the, I guess, the strength to go back and try it again the next week. And I did try it again next week and said, you're really funny. Um where have you told jokes before? He didn't say where have you, to, where have you done stand-up before because I was scared to tell him I'd never done stand-up. Um, later on, I realized it would have been fine to tell him that, but you know how you get sometimes. And I said, I tell jokes in Fayetteville all the time. <laughs> is true. Um, but he said, I'll give you five minutes next week. And that was that. That was the start. Um, I never... I was never as scared to go up. If I had gone up and nobody had left at all, I would have never gone back, but I would have been fine with that. I went up. I tried it. I didn't get any laughs, but I wouldn't have regretted it like I would have if I had never gone up and tried. Dude, you need to to write a book, man. I mean, you, you... 
you live a life, man. I mean, and if all you do is just talk about, you know, the last four years um, and overcoming adversity and, you know, driving past and thinking that you've missed your sight and then going back, man, I think that, you know, somebody can benefit from that. Well, dude, while I still have you these last few minutes, I will give you just a small snapshot of the past year of my life. Um, As part of the separation agreement, I'm still paying my ex's phone bill. And that means that we were still sharing a iTunes account. And last March, downloaded on my phone it was the what to expect when you're expecting app and I knew I wasn't expecting anything um, and then she posted and her family posted um, things that she was pregnant and then she texted me yes it's true I am pregnant and I'll file for divorce as soon as I can and I saw somebody the next day, who I know through her, like my parents knew, knows this woman, and I kind of know her, but I really met her through my ex. And the last time I saw her, she thought that my ex and I were still together. And I just wrote this comedy routine, like, how would it be if I saw her the next day and she was like, oh, how's Katrina? And I'm like, oh, she's pregnant. Um, and she's like, oh, well, congratulations. And I would have to say, oh, it's not mine. Um, and then she would say something like, oh, I didn't know you were divorced. Oh, no, we're still married, but it's not mine. And I, I wrote that, right? And then, dude, like the next week, she had a miscarriage. Um, and I'm like, man, even God doesn't like that joke. Hey, knowing what I I know now, man, that's that's funny. We can laugh at that one, bro. Right. Uh, But since then, you know, she has gone on to be pregnant again and is probably, I think, very close from what I hear. Not that I keep tabs on her. is very close to having the child. I guess she's due sometime soon. And I wish her the best. That's what she always wanted. That was the number one thing that she uh, wanted when we were together. So, like I said, I wish her nothing but the best because I don't have time in in my life for hatred, at least not towards her. So. That's what's up, man. But I, I, I like, I, I respect your growth, man. It's, it's definitely uh, it's refreshing to 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 see you know maturity uh, out of our generation because you know it's it's not much. Not much out this. Well, I agree, dude. We got about a minute left on my clock. Uh, anything you want to say in 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 parting before we go? Thank you. Uh, this was re- refreshing for me to be able to speak so candid, and um, I'm I'm grateful for that, man. So when I'm going to work tomorrow and driving up. 87 to Sanford to work. I'm going to uh, I'm going to listen to this again. I'm going to smile, and we're going to have to do this again, bro. Absolutely, I agree, folks. Thank you for joining 
TJ and I tonight, we will do another home and away real soon. In the meantime, you can get me on Twitter at the real at, at the Joey Harris, not the real Joey Harris, at the Joey Harris. And I will check you all on Monday at my regular time. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, TJ. Peace.